With Mitchell Robinson out for the season and Jericho Sims still missing time, the New York Knicks need to make a trade to shore up their front court. And if you look around the league, there are serviceable centers available that the New York Knicks can target and go after. But in my opinion, there is one center that would be the perfect trade for the New York Knicks to make. And he's on the Washington Wizards. His name is Daniel Gafford. We're going to break down exactly why his fit is perfect for the Knicks right now and what type of trade package the New York Knicks would have to offer up in order to get him on the team. All of this and so much more today. So be sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. Daniel Gafford, the perfect fit for the New York Knicks? Honestly, guys, if you look around the league, you just look at the centers that are available. You'd be hard-pressed to find one that fits better in terms of age, in terms of skill set, and in terms of exactly what this Knicks team needs than Daniel Gafford with the Washington Wizards. And I'm not the only one that believes this, guys. NBA insider with Yahoo Sports' Jake Fisher also stated the following as well, too. Wizards center Daniel Gafford may be the next best option for the Knicks or any other team in search of available starting level talent at the starting center position. Gafford has played well this season in Washington, averaging career highs across the board in a career best 25.6 minutes per game. But the Wizards are shaping into sellers with a 5-22 record in the first year under Michael Winger's new front office which turned the page for the franchise by trading Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns this summer. Daniel Gafford of the Washington Wizards is making $12.4 million this season, with $1 million raises in 2024 and 2025. Gafford especially would fit into the Robinson role well because he's a rim-protecting, athletic, pick-and-rolling center. And absolutely, you have to agree with that if you watched him play. Take a look at his numbers for the season, folks. 11 points, 7.5 rebounds, 1.7 assists, 2.2 blocks, and he's doing this in 25 minutes and 31 seconds. You could not paint a better center for the current situation for the New York Knicks. You lose Mitchell Robinson having a career year. He's young, he's athletic, he blocks shots, he's a league leader in terms of offensive rebounding. Actually, he led the league before he went down in offensive rebounding percentage. So let's also give him credit and give him his kudos as well too. But Robinson being out means you have to look around the league for other opportunity. Daniel Gafford is like a match made in heaven for the New York Knicks because he'll do everything that Robinson would do. His defense won't be as strong as Robinson, but honestly, his touch around the rim would be better than Robinson's. You get Gafford, you can start him. You put Isaiah Hartenstein back on the bench and let's be honest here, Tom Thibodeau would rather have Isaiah Hartenstein on the bench than starting. That way, those quick fouls that he picks up, he doesn't have to worry about it because he would have Daniel Gafford on his team. He'd also have Taj Gibson. He'd also have Derrico Sims. But his match, his fit, Daniel Gafford and what he could do for this team, he would block shots. He would help give you rebounds. He would help give you scoring around the paint. He would be another threat down low. And you know what that means? That means the paint opens up for your other drivers and Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, and RJ Barrett. It's going to make the game easier for them when you have a center like Daniel Gafford who is so gifted around the rim. 
I'm not saying he's the best center ever that we've ever seen around the rim. But when you've seen year in and year out of Mitchell Robinson, and then you're going to see Daniel Gafford, it's like a brush of fresh air in terms of what he can do around the rim. His touch in terms of offensive touch around the rim is very, very good. Underrated to say the least. And in terms of what he could do there, he gives you options. He just doesn't do one thing like a putback dunk, which he can do. He could also give you some floaters. He could also give you some putbacks. He could also give you some jump shots. He could also give you some floaters around the rim. He gives you all of those things and more, and he's a center. That's why the Knicks need to target him. He's playing for Washington. Another reason the Knicks need to target him. The Washington Wizards are atrocious this season. They're terrible. Bad. Kyle Kuzma looks great. But his team, bad. Jordan Poole, bad. But this guy, among all other players that are on that team, again, he's averaging career highs playing with that roster. He's helping clean up the glass. He's blocking shots. And clearly, as you can see here, he's playing 25 to 26 minutes a night. For me, that is absolutely perfect for a starting center in Mitchell Robinson's absence. He's not Mitch. I'm not saying that he is. His defense is nowhere close to Mitch. But his offense is better than Mitch's because he can give you more options when he's underneath the basket. He just doesn't have to do one thing. He can actually attack in multiple ways. That's why he's also good at his position. There's also another great benefit of going after Gafford and getting him on this roster. Because Isaiah Hartenstein is in a contract year. And if the New York Knicks don't want to pay him or can't afford to pay him after this offseason and he goes to another team, the Knicks are going to need another backup center. And that's where Gafford can come in as well, too. Because you bring along a healthy Mitchell Robinson, you have Mitch start, Gafford comes off the bench, and there you go. You just replace Isaiah Hartenstein, and this person that you replaced him with has chemistry with the roster because you traded for him this season versus waiting before Isaiah Hartenstein walks away and then try to find a center at that point in time. That's why it's always a good idea to make these decisions with foresight in mind. You have to look to the future. Because all of these players on the New York Knicks may not be New York Knicks players in two, three years. Because the Knicks have to juggle contracts. They have to juggle talent. They have to juggle who they can bring in here and who they have to obviously trade away or release. And that's something that they have to do as a team, as a franchise. It's no hard feelings. It's not like they want to do these things. But if you want to move forward in the NBA as a team, as a franchise, then you have to make these decisions, you have to seek opportunity, and you have to make these moves. Because if you don't, then you're never going to be where you want to be. You'll always be in the middle. And where are the Knicks right now? In the middle. They still need a star, maybe two stars, before they can compete and contend at a high level in the NBA. A lot of people already know that. Adding pieces like this are key to how good teams become great teams because even though stars help you get there, the role players help you close out. That's why you have to make the moves when you can and when available. When opportunity's knocking on the door, you have to answer it and you have to seize it because if you don't, guess what? That same opportunity may never come knocking again and you may miss out on a chance that you'll never get again. And Gafford is worth the gamble and he's worth the chance. Because I'm telling you guys, he can play, he can do exactly what Mitch can do, albeit less of a defender, but still, in terms of the perfect fit, if Mitch ever went down, the center you'd want to have is Daniel Gafford. 
because he would do exactly what Mitch can do with a little bit of a better touch around the rim. What more could you ask for in such a disastrous situation with Mitchell Robinson going down for the New York Knicks? If this is falling in your lap, you grab it, you take it, and you seek it. But what's the trade? If the Knicks actually did this, what would the trade look like? That's a good question. Here's what a potential trade could look like for the New York Knicks and the Washington Wizards. The Knicks would receive Daniel Gafford and the Washington Wizards receive Evan Fournier and their 2024 first round pick back, which is currently top 12 protected. If this is the trade on the table, I am absolutely doing this trade without hesitation or question. You're telling me I get off of Evan Fournier. I get off of a pick that's never going to convey, give Washington their pick back, and I get Daniel Gafford in a situation where my center, my starting center just went down. Absolutely. It's a no-brainer. You may be asking yourself, why would Washington want to do this? It's not like if they get this pick back, it helps them because the pick is never going to convey for the New York Knicks. The Washington Wizards are likely going to be bad for years to come. If that's where you're coming from with this, I can understand that. I agree with you, but that's not the only reason why they would want their pick back. Even though the pick is not going to convey this year because of how bad they are. That's true. But that pick is also protected next year and the year after that. You know what that means? That means, let's say, if they get off to a hot start and they're very good, but they still need a piece and they need to trade for it. And maybe they want to utilize their pick for that year. They can't do it because they don't have it. We would have it. But in this situation, regardless of if it conveys or not, they still get their pick back and they regain control and power over that pick. So if and when they want to use it for a trade, they are more than welcome to do so. It's not in anybody else's hands. And honestly, as any franchise would probably tell you, they want to reserve and keep their own first round picks more than anything else. They don't want to have to give up those picks. Clearly, if they need to, to facilitate a trade for a star or a superstar player to come on the roster, any team's going to do that. But if that's not the case, most teams, more than not, would likely rather keep their picks in the first round rather than trade them away. So because of that, that's one of the main reasons why the Washington Wizards would do this deal. Fournier, expiring contract. They can waive him at the end of the season because he has a team option. If they do that, they clear the books. They can go after another star to pair with Jordan Poole. That's another reason you do it as well too. And again, if you don't think Daniel Gafford is your future, maybe you think Mike Muscala is your future and you don't think Daniel Gafford is your future and maybe you want to buy into that, then maybe you make the move as well too. Again, there are many factors and reasons why both sides would want to do a deal and potentially could exactly agree to this deal you're seeing right here. The only issue is who's going to make the call to make the deal happen? It has to be Leon Rose and the New York Knicks. They have to pick up the phone. They have to make the call and they have to get this kid on the roster because that's the way you fill the void in Mitchell Robinson's absence. Jericho Sims ain't going to do it. Isaiah Hartenstein, I love him. Probably should still come off the bench. Taj Gibson, love him as well too. Bit too old at this point, even though he definitely can still hold it down defensively. He's still a little too old for my liking. So that's why you go with Daniel Gafford. You get him in here. He's young. He's athletic. He's big. And he's also backup insurance in case you can't keep Isaiah Hartenstein. So he also plays a lot of different roles for the Knicks if they were to add him to the roster. So many different ways Gafford can help this team now 
in the future and in so many different ways in the future as well too. It's a no-brainer at this point. Pick up the phone, Leon. Make the call. Get this kid on this roster so we can continue to thrive in the Eastern Conference, win games in the Eastern Conference, and surprise everybody. Because let's face it, at this point, nobody expects us to be a serious contending team in the playoffs. Let's change that narrative. Let's change their minds. Let's make them all think they know what they don't know. Adding Daniel Gafford is one of the ways to do that. But what about you guys? What do you think about this potential move the New York Knicks can make? Adding Washington Wizards big man, Daniel Gafford. Let me know in the comments below, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. But that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.